Well, hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. I'm here in beautiful Salt Lake City, but I have my wonderful sister, Anna, joining all the way from Shelbyville, Kentucky. Anna, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Are you really fantastic? Are you just saying No, I am fantastic. Of course, because you're related to me, and how could you not be fantastic? Yeah. (laughs) So, what's been going on with you? Anything exciting? No, not really. I've put up my Christmas decorations. That's nice. Yeah, that's about it. Very good. Do you put any lights outside the house or just inside the house? No, because my house is too weird out front. Um, I can't really reach the roof, so the pitches are too high on the roof nice. to put anything on them. Yeah. I was very disappointed when mom called me the other day and was talking about putting up Christmas decorations. So I was like, man... I love the house that they have in Florida because you can put it on the outside. Like we never did Mm -hmm. on the farm or in Shelbyville or whatever. So it's, it's pretty sweet. I like Mm -hmm. it. Agreed. You should see my classroom though. Did you see the pictures of it? Where are the pictures? Uh Oh, Oh, they're on the iCloud. That's why I don't have an iPhone. I apologize for that. I will see the pictures and you will. There are, I have my Christmas tree up in my classroom. I have one of my Christmas villages up with a bunch of of fake snow. I have Mm -hmm. a couple of students that drew pictures on the uh, whiteboards of Christmas scenes. And Mm -hmm. we've hung snowflakes and blue and white ornaments from the ceiling in my classroom. so festive. It's very festive. Also, the homework board is in alternating red and green colors. I don't know what more I could do. Nothing. Dress up as the Grinch. Yes, I should. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But then I might get fired or something. I feel like that's not very professional. <laughs> yeah. Well, this amazing podcast is going to be all about you. Do you think that that you're ready for this? Can you answer questions that are about you, or is uh, dementia already setting in for you? Well, apparently, after listening to Natalia's, that we we can just make up memories and lie. So I'm good. Well, it's great for the podcast because I'll just have I'll interview each of you. And after you make up all your stories, I'll bring in other people to say how their stories were wrong. And it'll just yeah. be an endless cycle. Fact checkers. <laughs> but let's start with you the same way I did with the other two bozos. Anna, when and where were you born? I was born at 5.59 a.m. at Norton's Hospital. St. Norton Suburban Hospital in Louisville, Kentucky. This is already starting out much better. Mm-hmm. Because, number one, can you tell me your age and you actually tell me your age? I'm 28. I was born in 1990. Okay, so we've already moved on much better. <laughs> First of all, you gave a time, which yeah. I had no idea what time I was born. Second, you did not uh, pretend to be born in another state. And no. Third, you did not pretend to be 20 years old. So I am proud of you. Thank you for telling the truth so far. You have completely obliterated the previous interviews and this is just going to be amazing i'm the only one with morals of the old (laughs) i guess so so uh born in kentucky but you guys whenever you were really little didn't weren't you a part of the move down to florida and then back to kentucky yeah it's all a little foggy i don't really remember much of that if at all 
Um, I know I was born here. They moved back to Florida, moved back to Kentucky. And I don't remember if we moved back and back again. Um, I don't think so. I think we were pretty much set after I was about two or three years old. Okay. So you kind don't of have any... Yeah, so you don't have any memories of Florida then, right? Because it's too yeah. young. No, but you were right, by the way. The old house is past Creekside. Um, back in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so what was it like growing up with with Taya and Steven? I've heard that you were an annoying little sister. Is this true? Well, I didn't think I was, but apparently I was. Um, (laughs) These podcasts have been very affirming to you. Very enlightening, yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't remember a whole ton before you guys came along because I was six turning seven when you were born. Um, I do remember that they did like to play a lot and they'd make me do a lot of their chores. Um, I remember sharing a room with Natalia after you guys were born. Um, But I don't really remember a whole lot with just me and and Taya and Steven. Okay. Well, how about what was it like um, for you being the baby for seven years and then I came along and ruined it? Did you hate me? (laughs) Have you gotten over that yet? I didn't hate you, but it was really weird. Like, I remember, I don't, I don't think I'm making this up. Like, it's a, it's a memory in my head. And I don't know why I would have dreamt it, but I remember being at the park and for like Steven's baseball games or something and mom whispering to whoever else was there. And I was like, this is really weird. And I thought mom and dad were getting a divorce. Like I was so concerned and I was so upset. And then mom told us that she was having a baby. And I know it was terrible. (laughs) And And then out popped another one and out popped another one. And then we were all there. So, um, I no, I, I think I'm more dramatic about it than what it actually was. You know, um, it was. I think the hardest part of that was after you guys were born, living in basically two rooms, because one was used as the playroom when we were remodeling, and then we were all crammed into those two other rooms. And so, do you remember that at all? Not at all. You don't remember that? I don't um, anything before the remodel? I don't know when that would have been. I think they I think mom might have kept Becca in her room, but it was me and Taya. And then from what I remember, all of you boys were shoved in one room. Huh. Um, first room on the right across from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was probably the only difficult time with you all. Gotcha. Um, yep. So what kind of things did you like to do whenever you were growing up? When I was little, I remember playing out in the sandbox. Apparently, I ate the sand. Um, Not healthy. You shouldn't do that. I played in the playhouse a lot. I like to ride my bike. Um, Daddy bought me, um, what are those things? Training wheels Uh on Valentine's Day once. I remember that. And I remember getting on my bike and playing up and down, going up and down the road. Um, I remember building the fort with dad and I would always go out there and play. Um, when I got older and we remodeled, dad built me a, 
like a bar in my room. My room is huge. And I had like a bar that I could do puzzles and artwork and sewing that I was into. Um, I was really crafty mm-hmm. and I like doing stuff like that. Was that the room downstairs and to the left immediately? Yeah. The, yeah. Yep. It was lime green. It wasn't supposed to be that big. Somebody messed up, but it was huge. Fine with it. <laughs> yeah. It was fabulous. <laughs> Gotcha. See, my memories from being in that room was the time that I got you in trouble because uh, we all would, you know, take turns um, having sleepovers in the older kids' rooms, you and mm-hmm. Taya mainly. And I was in your room once and I rolled off the side of the bed and busted my head open. And mom and dad thought it was because you had left your drawer open on the mm-hmm. side. So you got in a lot of trouble. But I'm pretty sure I hit the metal bed frame instead so i don't think you're doing anything to do with it. i remember that yes you did with the metal bed frame you know i still remember the first night that daddy put us down there because it was still cement floor and he had a torpedo heater and all we had were mattresses on the floor it was winter time i think obviously because torpedo heater but that was just it we had mattresses on the floor it was like prison and um until just to give us enough space until they were able to lay the flooring and and bring our um furniture and stuff in yeah see i i still remember like and this would have been much later but it seemed like we moved furniture in that house all the time and yeah. there there was one time that like we flip-flopped like all the younger kids moved downstairs and y'all moved upstairs i think or maybe it was vice versa i don't know but we had been moving stuff all day and taya told me to go get her mirror from the bathroom downstairs so i walked downstairs i picked the one up off the wall came back upstairs and she looked at me and just laughed because she had meant to get like the little handheld mirror but we had been moving <laughs> stuff all day so i felt like that's what she wanted me to do oh that's funny but it was a good time it was a good time so you were crafty, lots of crafty. artsy stuff. Did, mm-hmm. did you help us, or probably made them for us? We did pillowcases before. Yeah. And you helped us with that. Yeah. Mine was mine had police officer stuff. Yeah. I don't know what Becca's and David's did. But. Uh, David's had Spider Man because I still have it. Mm-hmm. No wait, is that it that I have? I have one of no. I think I have yours. Um, in my closet, but yeah, we went to some fabric store and picked out the fabric and I, I showed you guys how to, I was more patient back then. I showed you guys how to, um, sew pillowcases and stuff, but yeah, I really enjoyed stuff like that. Well, good. Did you do, or did you and the other older kids do very much like taking care of us as we grew up? Look, and mine, is that what you're saying? I am pretty sure I raised David from what I remember. That's why he turned out the way he did. I I No, I mean, I don't know. Mom would work, and when we, you you know, when we homeschooled, we'd watch you guys. Um, She took you guys to Canets. um, But, you know, six kids, mom can't do everything by herself. So, yeah, we helped out a whole lot from what I remember. But mom says that's a lie, so... (laughs) But I think that's why I knew how to do so much stuff when like Gavin came into our lives because a lot of people 
you know, like the lady that lives beside us, she uh, she just volunteered at the nursery and she said, I put the diaper on backwards. I didn't know how to put a diaper on. <laughs> and she's 23, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I knew how to do that since I was like seven years old. But, yeah. you know, Interesting. yeah. Well, how about um, the schools that you went to? I know Ty and Steven gave us the rundown in the last two episodes um, and said that it was a lot. They both sighed every time that I asked yeah. the schools that y'all went to. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I don't remember them all in succession. I know that I went to DeHaven in, kin- well, I want to say kindergarten. Um, I went to preschool. And Josh went with me to, well, I was in the morning class and he was in the afternoon class. Um, And so I would sometimes stay at Aunt Rhonda's. She would come pick me up, I guess, when she would drop him off or something. And I went to the Haven for a couple of years. And then I want to say third grade, maybe we went to Dorothy Sayers, which was horrible. That it was horrible because they started to learn to conjugate and stuff. If you were in third grade, you were still doing the vocab with the Latin. Why was it so terrible for you? Pointing my finger and drawing in the air, and then they had me drawing on slates of wood, like to learn. We didn't learn cursive. We turned. We learned italic. That's why Stephen has such bad handwriting. Is because they taught us that there, and oh, it's just terrible. And then I want to say DeHaven, not DeHaven, Victory was next for two years, maybe. And then um, I know I started high school at Cornerstone. So we must have homeschooled in between Victory because Victory shut down. I don't know, something homeschool Victory. And then I was in high school. Um, I went to Cornerstone 9th, 10th, and 11th. And that was it. Yeah. Did you like school growing up? I did. I didn't. I liked the schooling part of it. I was always kind of like the odd kid. And so I I didn't really go for the social aspect of it. I wasn't popular. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't like that. Um, I really liked English. I loved diagramming. It was like a problem I could solve that didn't involve numbers because I sucked Mm -hmm. at math. Um, I loved art history. Um, Anything to do with art, I loved. Um, That's pretty much it. I hated math and science with a passion. Um, Yeah, I mean, I always got really good grades. Um, I was in the AP if I would have stayed, not that there were that many people that graduated, but I probably would have been Valentine Victorian. Um of like eight people, so woohoo. <laughs> That's okay. I, I still remember um there when I when I told my class that I wasn't coming back for my senior year, there was a, a certain yeah. student that got very happy because oh, that, student, <laughs> that student would now be the valid Victorian instead of me. <laughs> I was, I, I thought we was friends or something, but apparently we had this whole like rivalry going on that I had no idea about. <laughs> That's too really, really happy, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know that because my class would have been a graduating class of nine, and I'm not sure how big of a 
I mean, it's great to be valedictorian, but I mean, you got nine people in the class. It's not like, you know, it's still an accomplishment, though. Yeah. But I always thought that was was interesting. Um, What was uh, church like for you growing up? I guess like the Wesleyan Church, Nazarene, and then Highview maybe for a couple years before you went to college? Yeah. So the Wesleyan Church, it was basically us, the older three, um, Matt Howe, Daniel Weeks, and Corey. I mean, that was pretty much youth group. You know, um, Stephen would play the guitar. He knew Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. And I think that's the only song he knew on the guitar. So that's what we sing <laughs> every time we had youth group. Um, and then we went to Highview. We went to, went to a Nazarene church. And then we went to some other random one. I can't remember. We went to, um, youth group there i don't know that we ever actually went to church there but i can't remember where it was in louisville somewhere but i can't remember much about it oh, um, i remember that i remember doing the nazarene and then uh ivy i don't remember in between there was, and then i don't remember where it was but we just went it was the oldest the older three we went to it just a couple of times okay. um the nazarene church that was more of our teenage years um, and again, not that it was bad or anything, but it was always more like I kind of secluded myself from them. I, you know, it was like Steven and Taya's people and I was kind of just there. Yeah. Um, then Highview, you all went to Highview when we went to college. Okay. So I never went to Highview, um, until I came back on break. From See, that's so college. strange to me. Cause I forget stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Highview is my church much more than any other church that I ever went to. Like I remember going to the Wesleyan church and like mom mm-hmm. and dad doing junior church. And I mm-hmm. remember being at the Nazarene church cause uh, Dr. Whitaker um, baptized me or whatever. But like, I don't know any of the relationships that meant very much to me. And I guess the formidable years cause it was middle school, yeah. high school or whatever, but that was all, all high view for me. See, I remember Shelbyville Wesleyan the most because mom did, she had pockets, you know, the kangaroo and mom did junior church. And then I remember all the VBSs we did. Mom would take us to camp. Um, Don Stivers would take us to camp. Um, I would sing in the church. Um, I don't know. There was a lot more relationships with the people in the church there because I had, they'd seen me grow up. Yeah. So it was more of a family atmosphere. And then when we went to, what was it called? Grace Nazarene, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just not the same. Not that it was a bad church, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ty and I would go to Southeast sometimes when we were teenagers on Sunday, Saturday nights, I think. Um, and get a different kind of environment, mm-hmm. more people. Um, but yeah, that's what I remember about church. Cool. When mm-hmm. would you say um, that your faith became real to you or when you got saved? So it's a very hard question because I think that I went to the altar every, like every camp, you know, uh-huh. always, you know, oh, Jesus, I'll do better next time. Um, I think 
I remember one point at AYC very vividly in my mind where I went to the altar and I pretty much just laid it all out. Um, But then, you know, I mean, life happened after that. Mm. Um, I would say probably after I got married and had Emily um, and really after we started going to Southeast, this is sad, but after we started going to Southeast last year at 27, I would probably say that I have been the closest with God um, that I've ever been. I mean, I've always believed in him, but to have a one-on-one relationship instead of, you know, the, the God that's going to come down and smack my hand and cast me into hell Mm -hmm. um, probably last year. What, what is it about, um, I don't know, Southeast or your situation in life that you think uh, made your relationship grow with God even more? Um, I think that all the churches we went to before were great. But I think that being in an environment where I was around people kind of struggling with the same things I struggled with as a young mom, um, as semi-newly married, um, just a very loving, caring, knowing that we're going to mess up, and just just very, I don't know, just, just very welcoming and, and very supportive. You know, like I never had, when I left the West, when we left the Wesleyan Church that last time, no one called us. No one asked us, hey, are you okay? What's going on? You know, no one did any of that. But if I missed a Bible study, it was, hey, are you okay? Like I had, I had to stop going because I was working part-time at Kroger when Kevin uh, broke his foot last year. And I had told one of the ladies, you know, I have to work a second job, you know, they went and they got me $50 worth of gift cards and put it in a card and gave it to me. They didn't, they met me maybe three times, you know, and it was just that the, the caringness, the, The that couple, the community aspect of it, which, you know, I, I'd never understood before. So. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, how about going back to uh, you, you know, finishing up high school and you only went uh, through your junior year and you decided to go down to Pensacola to finish up with a dual enrollment. What was that decision process like? First of all, why Pensacola? And then second, why leave a year early instead of staying your senior year at Cornerstone? So from what I remember, it wasn't really a decision. It was, <laughs> hey, Anna, we're going to go ahead and get rid of you and send you down to Florida. Well, can you blame them, um, Anna? I mean, really. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think mom gave me a choice, but it was like, Anna, look, your brother and sister are going to be away. You're going to be stuck here by yourself. Um, at that point, we still lived on the farm. So, again, no people. I wasn't really attached to anyone at the school. Um, I think, like I said, seven or eight people in my class. And I just, you know, there really just wasn't there. And and the program had just started. So I was one of five, five dual enrollment students, I think, Mm -hmm. that went. Um, And I went and I remember they were going to put me in Dixon. And... 
mom had to go up to student life and they switched me to Bradley so that I could be across from Natalia. And so I was across the hall from her. Um, and it was a little scary. I mean, I was barely 17. Yeah. Going to college and, uh, I wasn't good with people. Some people say I'm still not good with people, but I thought, I think I've grown, um, very shy and awkward. So that coupled with being young and then I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I took all my general stuff. They, they put me in everything general the first year. Um, and then. Well, how did that work with the, the scheduling? Like, did you go over to PCA for some of your classes no. or was it video? Like, how did you get the rest of your college credit? I mean, your so, high school credit. So I only needed a couple credits to graduate because we had homeschooled. Yeah. Um, and because I had taken so many classes and AP classes at Cornerstone. So I needed one class. It was an American government class because they didn't offer it at a 100 level in college. So I took all my other basic math, English, all of that. And it just counted as both. Okay. Um, so every day at four, three or four o'clock, I forget which, all five of us, because we all needed that class, would go up to the library and there was a room that they had with a television in it. And we had a proctor that would sit there. Um, and we all took that class together. And then I, th I think there might have been one class that we had to take second semester. Who was the video teacher for that? Do you remember? Yes, it was Mr. McBride. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up, one, one person got kicked out. And then, so I think four of us graduated high school all together. We graduated with all the homeschool kids that come oh, for graduation, yeah. the Abeka graduation. Um, but my, my diploma is technically from, uh, the Academy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Transitioning from that into, I guess, normal college life. How did you like college? Was it a, a fun experience? Did you enjoy classes? You know, I really did. I really, and especially when I think about it now, I really, really liked college. Um, you know, I didn't, the first year it was kind of like finding your groove. And a lot of, a lot of my friends were Taya's friends because she had introduced me and I just kind of clung to that. Um, Steven was kind of like a jerk freshman year. So <laughs> yeah. He knew everyone and knew, you know, and we look kind of alike. So I was, you know, Hobbs's little Hobbs. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and then sophomore year, I switched majors again. And then again. And then um, junior year is when I decided to go into criminal justice. So walk me through <laughs> the switching majors, though. What did you start with whenever you were first there? Um, I didn't have a major. When I first moved, like they wouldn't let me declare. And so sophomore year, I had to declare and I did graphic design. Mm -hmm. And I loved most of the classes. It was in the, I don't know what they call it now, but it was a CAC was most of the classes. And, but I had a drawing class 
and I hated the drawing. I almost passed out in drawing class. I hated oh it. So. And you can't graduate if you don't pass drawing. Was so, it one where like you have the, I, I had some artsy friends and one of the classes, like they were all uh, fretting about having to draw a chair. Did you have to do that at all? Yeah, no, I drew a chair. Yeah, I still have it somewhere. And it was a wonderful chair. And I got like a D on the chair. <laughs> and then I drew this bad chairs. No. And then I drew this car, an SUV, and it was a beautiful car. And I got a D minus on that. And after that, I said, screw it. And I saw the teacher. The teacher was a GA. And I remember him coming over to my table. He was eating a cookie. And he was just like, we'd really like to see you back in the class. And I just looked at him. And I was like, dude, I'm not coming back. I said, I'm switching my major. <laughs> so, um, And then I switched to English. And there was a class that had, I knew it was going to be bad when I walked in and there were five people in the class. Oh, yes. It was like a English romance class or something. And the teacher was talking and I had no idea what she was talking about. Like none. <laughs> and so after three classes, I went and dropped it. And then I changed my major. <laughs> and I was going to go nursing. But then I decided I didn't want to be there two extra years. So I picked criminal justice and I loved it. Yeah. What drew you to CJ? You know, this is going to be a really crappy answer and you can edit this out if you want to. But I really have always looked up to Steven always. And I remember I loved watching Law and Order and stuff. The, those types of things interest me. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, at least I'll get to do something that Steven's interested in, too. So we'll have something in common. Um, and that's why I picked it. And we ended up being in a couple classes together. He cheated off of me in one Bible class. He sat, he'd sit by me and he'd tell me to leave my move my arm so he could see my answers off the test. Um, that was great. That was in the Lyceum. That's but, the best possible class to cheat in, I think. Yeah. Bible class, you know, very yep. The yep. irony is just amazing. Yeah, I loved it. The teachers were just awesome. They were so down to earth. Um, did you have any teachers that you um that especially had an impact on you, or any good stories about teachers? Um, I you know I think they all did. One of my teachers just. Met, that was the picture I sent you guys. He messaged me and he was like, this looks like you. Um, he's always like checking up on me. When I was down there in Pensacola, he stopped me. I was like, hey, how are you doing? You know, and that really feels good. And then Mr. Showers, um, he came from a different world before he became a Christian. Okay. And so gaining that experience from him was great. And probably the most one that had the most impact on me was Dr. Adams. Mm hmm. He used to do a juggling act, fake juggling act in class. Okay. Um, and I had a bunch of classes with him, um, with Steven. And he actually pleaded with me to go to law school. Um, he was like, look, you have, you know, really good grades. You have that analytical mind. You, you really need to apply to law school. And I remember when I was going through a really rough time my senior year, he made me wait after class and he was like, okay, what's going on with you? 
you know, to, I mean, basically had like a mini counseling session, um, which was really cool. And he probably made the biggest impact on me, I would say. That's awesome. Did you Mm -hmm. ever consider doing law school? Yeah, I did. If I wouldn't have been so wrapped up in stuff that was going on at home, I would have went to law school. I really would have because I still, still to this day, um, criminal law just fascinates me. Yeah. I think uh, you and David both, if anybody in our family would have made good lawyers. (laughs) Yes. Um, what about what, who would you say were some of your best friends in during college? Um, my sophomore and junior year, some of them left, um, but Andrea Brindley, um, Amber McMorris, Jessica Dalton were my kind of go-tos. And it was weird because they were all different majors like normally you kind of clicked with the people that you were majors with um amber was uh physical therapy andrea was biology and jessica was pre-med um so it was just different end of the spectrum um i remember i used to have dinners scheduled (laughs) i think it was my senior year either junior or senior year um, cause everyone was gone at that point. Steven had been kicked out. Um, I don't know how many times and then Maya was gone. Um, so I had a group of Asian friends that I had met over interim when I had, uh, worked. So I would have an Asian night with them. I would have, I think we called it superhero nights. I can't remember. And it was me and Joel Manier would have dinner together. And then I'd have it with, uh, Andrea and Jessica, and then I would have it with my roommates were really cool. And I'm still friends with Ajidia. Um, she was my roommate senior year, which she was pretty cool. Okay. But yeah. How was adapting to the rules and lifestyle at CCC <laughs> for you? Um, I don't know if it was much adapting. So when I started you couldn't even have a cell phone like out anything um and it was hose and i remember getting in trouble talking to steven in the library one time because it was the appearance of evil you know because he was our brother and all talking to a boy um but i just kind of flew under the radar until my senior year and then i didn't give a crap what anyone said to me i would give them fake ID numbers. I remember a security guard trying to pull me over in a golf cart because I was going too fast. And I just looked at him and I just kept driving. And he was putt putting behind me trying to catch up with me. <laughs> Shame. I know. See, I they know. have real cops on campus now, so that wouldn't go. <laughs> no. Um, I remember we used to have like, we used to put movies on flash drives. And stick them in our Bibles. And then we'd have a pole that we'd meet at. And we'd switch Bibles. Um, kind of like. <laughs> a drug deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also very. <laughs> sadly ironic. <laughs> 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 Bibles. 
Yeah. Did that with meal cards too, didn't you? You'd walk in, and if your friend yeah. had the same meal card, oh, oh, I forgot to leave my Bible out in the lobby, and then hand it yeah. back to them. That was one day. That was one way. Another way was to you'd peel them in half, uh-huh. and then you would your friend would have one, and then you'd have the other, and you just do a quick, you know. And you always knew which penguin to pass, you know, if you knew it was gonna. You guys called them that, right? Nope. Oh, we called them penguins. Okay. Why were they anyway, penguins? Because they were black and white shirt. Oh. Yeah. So you knew like if one of them was going to be a real big jerk, like you already had it planned out, you were going to use the other entrance to get in. It was like a science, man. (laughs) So good times. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds Mm -hmm. like it. Um, Any other stories of mischief that you got into whenever you were at school? Apparently, (laughs) I was sneaking off with boys. I didn't know that. I didn't sneak off with boys. I... Well, I snuck off one time to go home, and I lied to security, and mom saved me and got me back into school. But there was one time I, quote-unquote, snuck off. I had a pass, but Jessica and I got some rinky-dink hotel, and we just wanted to watch movies and, like, just chill out. And we found a shopping cart. This is how, like, bad the hotel was, right? There was a shopping cart in the parking lot and so i jumped in the the shopping cart and she's pushing me and we're going down i can't remember what road it was but literally the side of the road she's pushing me down in a shopping cart and we just roll up to burger king and we walk into burger king and there is standing some it's like 12 o'clock at night and there is standing some kid from like my speech class i'm like what the heck are you doing We just made eye contact and looked down and kept going. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But you guys went off and got a hotel just so you could watch movies? Andrew, listen. We were caged at that point. It was, I mean, we just needed, like, time to, I don't know, just kind of be. Like, no floor leaders, no... I, I mean, at that, well, no, at that point, you couldn't stay up as late as you wanted to. I mean, you had a bunch of pressure on you. And I don't know, a lot, the, probably the best nights I had when I would go off. Courtney Flesher was also a really good friend of mine. Um, we would go off with her and Jessica and we'd go to the beach. And that was back when we weren't supposed to go to the beach there. Um, but we'd just go and we'd sit and, you know, watch, watch the waves at 8 o'clock at night. Hmm. And, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You loved being in Florida, didn't you? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. That's, I don't know. That's always been like where I feel the most at peace. That sounds really corny, but um, I do. I love it. I've always, like Hope Sound, when I used to go to camp meeting. Mom would fly me down for camp meeting in February. And I would. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Yep. And uh, loved it. Now, um, I want to hear your side of the story with you and Taya rooming together. She said you were a, a bit of a so listen, messy, messy roommate. Listen, I don't remember being a messy roommate, <laughs> but I was the adult in that relationship. I remember, I remember 
this boyfriend, you know, I remember when he broke up with her and I sat in the bathroom floor and just held her as she bawled her eyes out at like two o'clock in the morning, knowing I have class the next day laying there. She, Oh, I just, I loved it. You know, just, Oh, it was horrible. And I remember one time we used to fight over clothes. She would always take my clothes. And I remember one time we got so mad at each other. She like tried throwing something at me. So I called security on her. <laughs> and she came and she grabbed the phone from me. She was trying to hit me with the phone. <laughs> Did security come? No, she hung up. As soon as I was trying to connect with them, she hung it up. So... No, but you know, I think that had we not had that time, we definitely would not be as close. I mean, we used to be like this, in my opinion. Now, who knows? I was probably the annoying younger sister still. (laughs) But you know, we were we were really really close. So yeah, Uh, did you you worked whenever you were on campus, didn't you? Yes. What what jobs did you do there? Um, my first semester working, I worked at a Becca at the call center and they realized very quickly that I was not good at the call center. Why were you not good? I was rude to the people because they were just stupid and didn't know how to order things. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) So now I understand Rebecca a little bit better. You can. (laughs) It's frustrating. Um, and so then, because they hated me so much, they moved me to pizza at Varsity. And I worked at the Varsity making pizzas. Did you yell at um, the pizzas, or were you nice to the pizzas? Well, I was nice to the pizza, and that, that job was actually a lot of fun. I hated the hours, because it was like 10 to 2. Yeah. So I had to go to Video Chapel, and it was hard to schedule classes around. Um, and... Yeah, I when I did my internship, um, senior year, I ended up having to quit because I wasn't able to do all my internship and work at the same time. Yeah. Now, what what did you have to do for an internship? I had two forty hour internships. One of them I did at home over the summer. It was just working forty hours at the uh, detention center. Okay. So because I wasn't 21 at the time, they couldn't leave me alone. And so I just basically shadowed someone when I was in Pensacola, I went to the probation office um, downtown and basically was like a secretary there um, did files and stuff like that in their probation office. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, now, once you graduated college you came back to um kentucky and mm-hmm. kind of because you roomed you was it jessica was that the girl that you roomed with in kentucky mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um what were you doing then for jobs because i know like at one point you worked at a nursing home and you got like your CA and all that stuff what was what was after college like for you did you know exactly what you were planning on doing or how did you figure all that out i really wanted to be a probation officer uh-huh. Um, but Kentucky would not hire me because they said that my degree was not accredited, mm-hmm. um, which was really frustrating. So I, um, found a job working 
um, in Osprey Cove. It was basically just watching over mentally handicapped people. And through that, I found where I could get my CNA very quickly. I did that. So I went to the Masonic home. And then I worked at the jail um, for a while. And then that's after that is when I got married, had Emily, worked at a doctor's office. Then I got my master's. And after I got my master's, I got a real job. Yeah. So is a doctorate degree in your future, are we going to have a Dr. Butler? You know, if I didn't have student loans, probably. I'll pay those off. Yeah. I got, I got yeah. plenty of cash lying around. No, um, my undergrad's done with, but I still got a lot to go on my master's and it's really expensive to get your doctorate. Um, but maybe one day, maybe when I'm old and gray. I just think that would be the coolest name ever. Dr. Dr. Butler. Butler. (laughs) You work for the state doing, uh, I don't know. What do you do? Something with children and like children. Yeah. I wouldn't make any more, so there'd be no yeah. point in it. <laughs> but it'd be so cool. You could it be would Dr. be cool. Butler. It would be cool. Maybe one day. <laughs> well, I want to go back to something that we kind of skipped over, uh, which is, I guess, your relationship with, with mom and dad growing up and then how it evolved over the years. So how, how would you describe your relationship with mom and dad in your in your growing up years? Um, I think growing up was good. I, you know, during like middle school and high school, I wasn't necessarily mad at mom and dad, but sometimes I got frustrated because I felt like there wasn't enough time for all of us. Uh-huh. Like that we didn't really have a one-on-one relationship with them because they were, dad was always gone and mom was always overwhelmed. And, um, but I remember, Mom always made sure we had a ton of fun. Like, I remember her putting on, what is that dude's name? The dude with the shorts and the afro, the exercise dude, Simmons. Like, she would put on Richard Simmons in the basement and make us exercise. (laughs) And, like, she would always do fun stuff like that. Um, But it was, me and dad really clashed because we are so alike. And... Um, we're both very, very headstrong. Um, I even ended up going back to college early one year to work during Christmas break or something because we were fighting so much. Yeah. Um, and it was just because, you know, we're very opinionated. We're very stubborn. Um, but it, it's weird. After, after I graduated and life kind of happened, you know, they turned out to be actually my best friends, you know? So it's, it's weird. It's a different, it's a very different transition, but it's a very neat one. Um, and I appreciate both aspects of it. I appreciate that they were not my friend growing up because that's not what I needed. Um, and I appreciate that they are now. Yeah. Well, wrap up with with one more question like I have with the other ones but what do you think if you've learned nothing else from mom and dad uh in the years that you know them raising you and even you know seeing what they do now what would you say would what would you say would be the couple of things that they've passed on to you that's meant the most uh, I don't 
don't know. You know, we always talk about their marriage and how great it is and how great parents they are. Um, but probably what I'm still trying to learn from them is forgiveness. Like how mom and dad have just been able to forgive, forgive, forgive. And it's not that they hold everything inside. They genuinely forgive and they don't let it hold them back the rest of their lives. Do you know what I mean? Like no matter what situation on either side of the family, whatever discord, they have always made sure that we don't know the details of everything that's happened. They spare us from that. They teach us how to forgive and they teach us how to love others because that's pure. You know, I don't know anyone people, people probably know people that I hate, you know, because I'm very vocal about, I don't like these people. Um, but I don't, no mom and dad too, even if people annoy them or hurt them have ever showed me that side of them. Yeah. So that's probably the one giant thing just as a person, not as a wife or a mom, but just as a person that I have, I've learned from them. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing to learn. A very hard mm-hmm. thing to learn. I think <laughs> forgiveness mm-hmm. sounds really simple, but it's not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Well, Anna, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this and for us to have this interview. I had a lot of fun. I hope you did, too. Mm-hmm. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs. Please join us next week as I talk to Brian about how he grew up and what life has been like for him. Until then, toodles. Toodles.